Hello, everyone. This is your host, Emilio Garcia. Welcome to another episode of Demand Generation Studio. Um, um, today, we are going to have a conversation about a topic that comes very frequently in my conversation with prospects and clients. And that one is the difference between uh, lead generation and demand generation. Very uh, similar concepts or related one, at least. Uh, but there are nuances in um, the strategies and the tactics behind them that are very important to understand. As always, if you have any questions, please put it on the chat and I will be uh, answering them after the show. Uh, they will be there for, for us to review. Um, and without further ado, let us dive right away into the topic. So um, the first one, obviously, um, the, the first question is exactly what is lead generation? Um, that will be the first question. And so um, my best definition of uh, lead generation is that it's a, a group of tactics and strategies that focus on capturing existing demand. That's, that's pretty much, um, for me, the definition is lead generation makes a lot of sense when you are trying to capture something that is already there. And that demand is not necessarily for your product or service in particular, it can be at least for the category. There's something there. And uh, the other big uh, important thing is that because you're focused on capturing that existing demand, then the, the metrics and the taxes are geared toward the bottom of the funnel when people is ready to at least start having sales conversations or that is interested enough to share some information about them. So it's not at the very top of the funnel when you are in the awareness even consideration stage, but when people is ready to take some kind of action. So um, that makes the bottom of the funnel. Uh, there's a lot of conversion rate optimization behind it. You have your CTAs is uh, in the past used to be, uh, or is still today uh, driven by gated content, right? Content that you put behind a form and, um, and therefore there's landing pages. And usually what you're trying to do is to either build uh, maintain or uh, manage a database, right? So those will be kind of like the examples of what is, or, or the idea behind uh, what is lead generation. Now, obviously some of you might ask, well, can you give me some examples of how lead generation uh, looks like? Uh, and for sure, um, any, any, any time that you create uh, campaigns or tactics that are around uh, solving people problem, people's problems. And that in, in the case of that, you want to capture information, you're probably behind a lead generation tactic or campaign. So for example, in the case of paid media, which is a popular channel to use for lead generation, um, campaigns geared toward conversions uh, are the ones that are usually behind lead generation efforts. So, you want to get forms filled, you want to get phone calls, you want to get this chat conversation started. Uh, those are examples of pay media campaigns where the focus is lead generation. If you go more for um, content, then for example, efforts to build a, a newsletter subscription are usually behind lead generation efforts. Every kind of content, uh, for example, webinars or video that you gate that to give access uh, you request at least um, the name and maybe um, uh, the, the email address for sure. Uh, those are examples of uh, campaigns or tactics that are behind lead generation. And obviously, all your lead magnets, magnets 
like free trials, uh, product demos, um, referral efforts, um, quizzes or courses. Um, usually those kinds of uh, activities or events uh, that require people to share some information are examples of lead generation um, efforts. Now, that will be for lead generation. What about demand generation? What is the definition or um, what we mean by demand generation? And so um, while for me, demand generation includes lead generation, right? For me, demand generation is uh, a series of tactics and strategies that allows you to both capture demand and generate or create new demand. Um, so demand generation encompasses both. But usually when people uh, do demand generation efforts and distinguish them from lead generation, what they're really trying to say is that they are more focused on the creation of demand rather than the capture or harvesting of existing demand. So every time that you are in efforts behind brand awareness, uh, building, um, con you know, uh, positioning around a brand, um, even consideration, then you have usually demand generation efforts. That's one part of it, right? You go up in the funnel uh, versus lead generation that is super focused on bottom of the funnel. But the other big difference is that lead generation usually ends with the lead, meaning once you get it, it's out of the lead generation, especially uh, scope of effort uh, to see what happens with that lead, right? So they focus on optimization, they focus on uh, conversion, but after that, someone else managed that. And for a demand generation specialist, the whole path is important, right? So what happens before um, asking that visitor their uh, information, but also what happens after they share the information. So if um, that uh, person fills the form, then on the demand generation perspective, now it becomes important to understand what happened after. So we want to understand the, the whole funnel. We want to follow um, opportunity metrics. We want to follow revenue metrics. So we want to see the final impact of those efforts. And that's something that's crucial in their difference. And that's the reason I say that demand generation includes lead generation, while they are not the same, right? Um, one has a very narrow focus being lead generation, and the other one has a broader uh, focus in terms of extent or scope and breadth, of course. Now, um, some examples of demand generation tactics and campaign. And obviously here, I'm going to mention pretty much everything that is outside of the scope of, uh, scope of lead generation. But you have your content marketing efforts, especially the ones that are geared toward brand awareness. So um, here you go in tandem with SEO efforts because you want to create content that caters to a broader uh, group of people and that you educate them and not necessarily want their information right now. So you want to expose the brand. Um, efforts on video that are not gated, like for example, YouTube channels, uh, that will be an example of video content that is geared more toward generating or creating demand rather than capturing it. And you have podcasts, for example, that are usually not gated, most of them. So very heavy on brand awareness, very heavy on, on, on being in front of people that have never heard of you, of you and you're not inclined to get information out of them. And traditional webinars and videos after you set up the events and make them available on your website without uh, requesting any information. 
uh, PR efforts and events in general in the physical world, um, they can be a combination of both, but usually the goal is just create brand or, or, or build brand. Uh, and obviously for pay media, um, you in theory can include conversions, but uh, mostly if, if you are creating or creating demand, usually you will have more brand awareness consideration campaigns for sure. And finally, social media um, in general, because um, that audience that you're building, you are not necessarily um, extracting those emails or that information directly from the social media platform. You could in theory, but usually that's not the goal. The goal is to build a community, to explore, expose more people to your brand. So that will be also something that you can consider of the demand generation domain. Now, um, something really, really important is um, what are um, some of the ways that you can measure lead generation results? So um, because in lead generation, you focus on that conversion, you focus on those leads, your usual metrics is are um, lead uh, volume growth, right? Um, you want to know if you are getting more and more leads than in the past. But obviously, because you're going to have different channels, you want to also make sure that you are acquire them at the right cost or at the most effective cost. So cost of lead acquisition is a metric that becomes important. Um, part of that cost is driven by your conversion rates, uh, in this case, lead conversion rates. So the ratio between the amount of people or visitors that you have on your website versus the amount of people that actually share the information. So that's a valuable metric. And, um, and obviously, to some extent, while the lead generation specialists or campaigns not necessarily focus on what happens after you get the lead, you still want to know if the leads you're bringing to the organization are of quality. And so you have a lead to qualify lead ratio that sometimes is important to measure. So you incentivize the right behaviors uh, on your lead generation efforts and you just don't uh, have things that, um, or efforts that are just increasing volume, but without almost no impact on the business. Now, um, very similarly, uh, if you are doing demand generation efforts, you will want to track results. And while the lead generation metrics are part of them, because demand generation is broader in scope, you will have metrics that matter before the conversion, right, up in the funnel, and after the conversion toward qualification and, and conversion into clients. So for the upper or the higher part of the funnel or what happens before conversions, you will have website engagement, uh, which usually translate into the time that people spend on the site, the pages that they visit, the content that they consume, and there are different ways that you can measure, right? Um, time that you watch videos or that you scroll pages um, are ways that you can measure in general engagement on the web page. If you are doing social media efforts, uh, that's where you uh, use your engagement metrics to understand how much of an impact are you having on those social networks, right? So you want to evaluate reach. You want to evaluate um, how many followers are you uh, having or increasing and the general engagement of those followers on your pages, right? If they are really not commenting and sharing and saving the posts that you are putting there, probably they are not that interested in what you are showing up. Um, 
in the case of content efforts that you distribute or are interested in promoting through social um, through search engines, then you will have your ranking um, for those blog pieces or pieces of content and the CTR to some extent, right? Uh, how many people actually click on the results and the traffic that usually you get out of the being on the on the first page of some of those um, uh, results. And finally, after the conversion, the metrics that you want to measure that are related to demand generation are related to sales. Uh, in general, the, the ratio between opportunities and, and, and sales or revenue that you close. So your demand generation efforts usually should impact the volume of opportunities that you have for the business. And very similar to what we were saying on demand generation or lead generation, sorry, um, the volume is important, but it's not the only metric because you can have a lot of supposedly uh, opportunities that lead to no business, and that wouldn't be helpful. You will have your sales rep just wasting time. So you want to have a good ratio of uh, opportunities to close, and you also want them to not be uh, so expensive. If you have multiple channels, you want to understand which ones are the most effective or the general effort, how much, uh, uh, how effective it is into uh, getting uh, quality, quality opportunities and quality business. And finally, in theory, demand generation efforts improve the brand's reputation and therefore should impact sales velocity, meaning that, not only you want to uh, close more revenue, but you want to do it faster with a, a better ratio of conversion and larger deals. So the combination of those three facets or aspects usually is uh, defined as sales velocity and the something that you can also measure for, for those cases. Now, so those will be some of the metrics that you would use for demand generation. And usually after comparing both, some prospects and clients ask uh, me, uh, well, what should a B2B brand focus on, demand generation or lead generation? And while obviously um, the recommendation would be that you, you do both in theory because if you're doing demand generation, usually um, that also includes lead generation efforts as part of the tactics or the strategies, um, there are situations where one aspect is um, um, better uh, rec recommended than the, than the other. And one quick example that I have is for B2B brands that are newer or that just launched, either the company just launched or the product category that they're um, in, uh, getting into is newer or um, there's not a lot of uh, recognition about the, the product itself if it's established company that is going into a new market then usually in those cases, demand generation, the, the, cre the creating demand aspect of demand generation makes more sense. Because if you start lead generation efforts and there's no audience that is actually searching for your solution already, then uh, you will have a very low volume of actual leads. So in those cases, you want to start with demand generation. You want to build brand awareness for both the company, the product, the kind of solutions that you have, the kind of problems that you solve, and even broadly the kind of problems that your buyer might encounter, even if some of them you are not able to solve at all or your solution is not the best. 
So in those cases, you want to educate it and uh, educate your prospective buyer um, first, rather than trying to capture something that is not there. So for those cases for B2B brands that have a new marketing effort, new product, or the company is just brand new, um, demand generation makes more sense. If you are a more established company with a recognizable brand and the product or service that you have um, is well-known and or the category itself is well-known, then it makes more sense to focus on lead generation. Or at least if you do that first, uh, you will, you will uh, drive more results initially than if you put those efforts behind demand generation where probably you already have some um, impact. So usually when you do a specific lead generation efforts, you are trying to optimize or increase the impact that your current brand has already on the results of the business. And in those cases, focusing on lead generation makes more sense. Now, as you might guess, however, um, definitely they can work together. You can have um, a specific tactics for lead generation to optimize the traffic that you already have, to take advantage of the community that you have already built on social media, um, or even to go on um, pay media after very um, bottom of the funnel keywords that are um, competitive to you because you have a strong brand. And on top of that, of course, you can have efforts to maintain or even increase the presence of your brand um, overall. So they can work together for sure. And usually if you're going to do that, then you break out or break out the demand generation effort into some specific areas like brand awareness, lead generation, lead nurturing, and obviously customer acquisition. And even in some cases, you can have a specific efforts into um, customer retention uh, as it is that it can be part of a demand generation effort for sure. So um, they can work together. There's nothing wrong with that. And um, with that, I will finish um, this conversation today. So in general, as a kind of like a, um, a highlight of the conversation or the topic that we covered today, um, as we can see, lead generation and demand generation can work together. And the biggest thing that you can take away is that if you already have a recognizable brand uh, for a product category where you already have uh, some um, traffic or, or demand that exists, then starting with lead generation might make more sense to you if you want to have quicker results. Um, but you can't postpone forever the fact that you need to increase the size of the pool. And the only way to do that is through demand generation. Um, so with that, I will finish. Uh, and please um, um, stay tuned for our next episode. If you wanna, uh, you don't want to miss it or, or you want to get notified, visit our website at boundify.io at demandgenstudio. And it will be um, my pleasure to talk to you um, in the next episode. Have a great day. Bye-bye.